And now, another cup of... The London Fog. Hello! We're back! We are back, and hopefully we have fixed the settings on the microphone. Yes, we think that we did, so... So, if any of you guys have noticed that it's been a little off balance, we do apologize. Yes, we figured that out, and we're hoping that we have resolved the problem. No guarantees. <laughs> yeah, if we haven't, please, please let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're all like, nope, still sucks, let us know, because at least off my computer it sounded fine. Yeah, so... Nailed it. So, so welcome, huh. I'm Leah. Ooh, and I'm Kate. And this, this is the London, London Fog. Fog. <laughs> oh, jinx, you only soda. Okay. Um, so, let's see. What do we have to talk about today? Uh, well, today, one hour ago, the Prime Minister, Theresa May, has won a vote of confidence in her leadership of the con- <laughs> on the Conservation Party by 200 votes. Which I think is a huge part of people not believing in Brexit because, well, we covered it and we know as much as the British does, which is, okay, they don't. So just to like remind myself of what happened this week, I just Googled British news to be like, is there something that I want to talk about that I forgot about? And the first article that pops up says, Chrissy Teigen can't grasp British politics. No one in Britain can either. It's the truth. (laughs) Nobody understands this Brexit thing, so I feel like we are in good company and that nobody can judge us for the fact that, well, we made an episode off of not knowing what I was talking about. But, there you go. So, interestingly, so... So the other day, my husband was asking me about like the Queen's powers and stuff. Yeah. And so she. Isn't much. Yeah, but it's more than we thought because she signs everything that they vote on like into Into uh, law. law. She can veto anything. Nobody has for like a hundred years. Like a presidential veto in a way. Yeah. Like nobody has for a hundred years. She hasn't ever done it. But she can, which I'm like, that's pretty cool. And the other Maybe thing she, she should, because right? nobody understands like, this. This is the time. But I don't know. I'm like, maybe she doesn't want to use the power to do that, because then everybody will be like, oh, the monarchy, and they'll yeah. like push back on that. But the other thing she can do, which I thought was really interesting, is the House of Commons, like, should she decide, like, hey, I don't like all these people voted in, she yeah. can completely disband it and call a new vote. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> which I'm like, which also hasn't happened since like the 1700s. Get it, Queenie but too. But I'm like, okay, the powers that she does still have are actually pretty big. I mean, she doesn't use yeah. them, but she could do a lot of damage if she wanted. You watch, she's going to be like on her deathbed and that's when she's going to go like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she's too amazing. No, I mean, she cares about <laughs> protecting the monarchy and I feel like abusing her powers will make people right? go like. I still just can't like grasp. Don't you also forget that, like, why does my, my brain, like, skip a generation? I'm all like, oh, and then Will will be king. Because we hate, no, we don't hate Charles. Okay, <laughs> after his 70th birthday video, I'm feeling more kind of towards know, him. Actually, you know what? This is what it is. Is it's like, <laughs> I just keep going on in America. I'm like, you know what? Charles is better than that. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> like, true. After so, this week. So after this day. are they complaining? <laughs> No, I don't know. But another interesting thing that I found was so, so like, 
you know, the empire didn't really end until 1997. Mm -hmm. Like, that's when they stopped. Yeah. But the territories that they have now, so, like, the colonies became territories, the ones that they still have. And the, the, the British government, they said, like, if you want to govern yourselves, you can. Yeah. But if you don't want to, you know, like, we'll keep governing you as our territory. Yeah. And so some people started governing themselves. Some people chose to stay a territory. You know, really. Well, and this is what's funny (laughs) is that, like, as... As recently as 2013, like, the territories, like, hold regular votes to see if they want to stay part of just the empire or whatever. Oh, I have no idea. And as recently as 2013, like, a lot of places decided, yeah, we want to stay in. So, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who wouldn't want to? I mean, they're pretty dope. (laughs) Well, some people chose to leave. They regret it now. Just like Britain is trying to leave the EU. Actually, I still don't understand if that's a good or a bad thing. But if you're from the Bahamas and you regret that you guys left the you the yeah, you <laughs> left the monarchy, then let us know so we can discuss it. We'll have you on the show, <laughs> right? Oh, shoot! I was gonna tell you something, but now it's gone. It was there, and now it's gone. I don't know. But you saw the thing that I sent you on Facebook, yeah? Of who's the actor that plays Gollum in the movies playing oh, out Theresa May? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I laughed so hard. Oh, well, exciting. Do we have anything else? Um, I feel like it's like holiday yeah, time. This is not a Christmas episode yet. We're it's doing not. one next week. Though I tried. But we have a couple episodes for the holidays. Yeah, a little holiday time. And then I thought for... Uh, oh, no. Don't remember where I was going with that thought. Well, I thought with the last episode, I tried to give it a name that was, like, Christmas-oriented. Oh, yeah. This episode, that's going to be hard. Because (laughs) for some reason, I don't know why, Kate has really wanted to do this topic for a long time. I have. It was one of the initial. I'm very against it. Whatever. Then you came up with, like, nine ideas, Uh, and then you're all like, now we have to do another episode. Just because I have good ideas doesn't mean that I like sports. (laughs) This is a sports episode. It's a sports episode. I feel like right there, that's where I need to fuse in some music that's like, dun, 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 We're both dun, wearing dun. workout clothes. We are. We're well, dressed in theme. Why are we not wearing workout clothes? You don't have to tell them that. <laughs> we dressed for the theme. I also realized that this episode, just because every time I like upload them, I number them, this is episode 22. Oh, nice. That's a lot. We should dedicate it to Taylor Swift. Oh. Because she has a song called 22. T Swift, this, this is, is for you. you. <laughs> There's a little shout out there. Oh, she's dating a British man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We should still get on Shelby and Ashley's podcast and we can like maybe yes, talk about our their relationship. Have a podcast called Swiftish about Taylor Swift. We should. We should do a crossover episode. Let's talk to him. I'm into about it. That. Um also, speaking of him, he yeah. is in a new movie called Mary Queen of Scots, which <gasps> oh I think gosh. that I, I still want to go. We should go watch. It I mean just came out. I yeah, just like it's last been like weekend. a week. Yeah. <laughs> so we have time. How about this? I want to go before December 31st because I have Fandango coupons that work game battle, but they're only good until December 31st. So <laughs> Well, that's lame, but okay, we'll go next week. All right, so we're going to go next week. We'll tell you guys about it. Yeah, we'll see movie, and then there is an exhibit. If you are listening here in Houston, Texas, at the Museum of Fine Arts, they Mm -hmm. are, what is that called, royals? It's just called the royals. It's just royal portraits through the years. Yeah, and it's just royal family photos, 
and it runs through January, I believe, or yeah. halfway through January. So get on over there and check that out. We're def going to be there, and I think I'm going to bring my new squeeze and see if he'll take a whole bunch of pictures of us. Yeah, but I want to go in the middle of the day, so I don't know if he's going to be able to. <laughs> we'll find, maybe if it's a weekend? Or is that crazy? Well, we only have, oh, we don't have another weekend. Oh, that's a good point. Like, the we'll figure this are out. Coming. <laughs> the holidays are coming. But anyway, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, so let's get to our episode. Let's do it. I'm a little nervous. I already told Leah this before um, we started the episode. Uh, but I managed to, so, oh, can we say what each other is doing? Oh, okay. I'm well, doing cricket. Maybe you should just do yours and talk about it, and then I'll say what I'm doing. Because uh, it's so secret. Well, because well, I have to explain it. I have well, to explain so do I. it. I have, well, yeah, but you're... Okay, fine. I'll just say it. So yours is cricket. That's like a British sport, right? Yeah. So I picked polo, which is oh. not a British sport, but was made famous by the British. Yeah, that's So that's why I was saying I have to explain it, why oh, I picked it. Because I love it. It is not a British sport, but now I think most people oh, think of it for as Oh, for sure. One, I think so. there's plenty of things that are, like, UK-associated that maybe didn't originate there. Yeah, because they... Well, I mean, like, tea. <laughs> Duh. Well, like, and I know this is going to sound, like, super prejudiced, but personally, I don't watch tons of, like, soccer or the football, um, but all of the, like, clubs that I know and that I actually kind of listen or watch are all... British ones, so go Man United! Anyway, besides the point, I am talking about cricket, but I was doing, per usual, my work, uh, my work for this at my work work. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how that goes. <laughs> you have one screen of work and the other screen of what am I going to talk about on the podcast. But because I was watching so many cricket videos and matches, I was just taking handwritten notes and I just managed to file that right away as I left today, so I forgot them. But I have now watched quite a bit of cricket, and I understand it a bit better than I have. I'm going to tell you that I didn't watch any polo to prepare for this, no. but I looked up pictures of Harry and William playing polo. <laughs> good-looking men on horses. <laughs> yes. In polo shirts. Which is all you need to know about That's all no. you need to know. Um, okay, well, I will get started with Cricket. Cricket. Um, let's start with a little bit of history, and then we'll kind of get to the um, how the game is played. Uh, so, history of cricket. It started, I think the earliest reference I could find of it actually written down was 1550. And cricket was probably created earlier than that by the Saxons or the Normans. And it was first just a children's game, but now has been overpopulated by adults because it's awesome. (laughs) Um, There is said to have been people saying that they've played in school settings since as early as like the 16th century and that there have been competitions since that time as well. Uh, The first reference to cricket being played as an adult sport was in 1611 when two men in Sussex were prosecuted for playing cricket on a Sunday (laughs) instead of going to church. Uh, It was in that same year that a dictionary definition of cricket uh, became available. Wait, pause. Yes. Do you know what their punishment was? I did not say. It said that they were just prosecuted. 
<laughs> you watch. It was to a couple Hail Marys. I don't know. <laughs> or you watch. They lost a head. Nailed to a wooden board. <gasps> they used to punch people that way. What about drawn and quartered? We talked Seems about that earlier. Seems extreme for that. <laughs> <laughs> for playing cricket. Yeah. Um, the, uh, orig- uh, the originating of, or sorry, the origin of the name cricket also spelled originally C-R-E-C-K-E-T-T. So I'm still guessing it was pronounced cricket, but let's call it cricket just because it would be fun. Um, it's derived from either a Dutch, French, or Latin word, which just means crutch or staff. Crick or cricky? <laughs> cricky. Um, cricky, right? And uh, the... Dutch say that it also means kind of hockey, which I think is kind of weird because now we have another sport of hockey. Mm. Um, So yeah, that's a little bit of like where it started from. It definitely grows and cricket moves out of England and is introduced into North America via the colonies in the 17th century and then it was brought over to like the West Indies in the 18th century and then it's kind of gotten a little bigger through time um though it's really only played I would say primarily I don't want to say only but primarily in um British Empire though Canada has never caught on they made that a very prominent point. I think someone was bitter when they wrote this. They're all like, Australia's gotten into it. The Indies have gotten into it. But Canada has not. Well, maybe it has to do with Canadian weather. Well, I think because cricket is like the British equivalent of like American baseball. They're really kind of similar, but also very different. And... I'm pretty and sure. And it's like a cross between baseball and hockey, which is the biggest right? sport in Canada. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that Canada plays in our, like in America's baseball, like World Series. Yeah. And, right? So, so yeah. maybe they. Well, I mean, I don't really know, but they play for the same hockey. Right. And, Cup, and that's not so. saying that like <laughs> cricket isn't here. We just don't have any like national teams. We don't have any, you know. Whatever. I'm sure it would Do we not? Are you sure about that? Did you Google it? <laughs> I didn't Google it. This is just facts to Kate. Okay, no. I was just... <laughs> so, um, we have the World Series okay, of Cricket. We, we do have a national Oh, team. I'm sure we do because there's like a World Series and it's a it's oh, played okay. at the Olympics. Oh, okay. So, I'm sure that we have like a representing team. Like a, a team. Like one mm-hmm. national team. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're But right. I'm sure that but there's... But we don't have, like, a... What, what's yeah, it like an organization, yeah. like a club set up. Guys, See, we, we know nothing know about sports. anything <laughs> about sports. I was just going to say, like, we should at least know the name for that. Well, division. Divisions. There are two divisions in baseball. There's the American <laughs> division and then the other one. <laughs> right? Western... Div- you know what? Focus on cricket. Cricket. <laughs> At least you cricket. researched oh, that. Yeah, I don't know baseball. Okay. So, for cricket, you need 24 people. There are 11 people on two teams, and then there are two That's umpires. That's a lot of people. Yeah, on the field. Plus, 
each team has what's known as the 12th man, which pretty much sounds like glorified bat boy, just in case somebody gets tired or hurt, that they can be interchanged. But as soon as that other person is better, they come back in and then the 12th man has to sit him back oh, down. Oh, yeah, That's even tough, though. I mean, I guess if you're getting paid and you're getting paid yeah. like the same, then it's just fine. But could you imagine? Because here's the thing. Cricket you know takes what? six to eight hours a game. But you know what I just realized is that um, I just said that that was a lot of people for a field, but I don't know any other sports. So maybe it's not. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, girl. But <laughs> cricket sounds like Quidditch to me. Quidditch games can last for days. <laughs> well, and that's this. This can last up to five days. I just was floored. Wow. But like a short game is six hours. Yeah. I think when we played, when the Astros played the World Series, not this last year, because we screwed it up. Thanks, Astros. But the year before, that, like, game four was, like, nearly five hours, and I was dying. Because, dare I say, it got to a point that I was, like, bored out of my mind. Oh, I remember that. But a short cricket game is six hours. <laughs> and I'm all like, holy hell, who goes and watches this? But there you go. Um... Of course, you need a cricket bat, which kind of looks like a paddle, not like a rounded baseball bat, but a little, probably about that size, a little shorter, but it's kind of like a paddle. Hence There's why it's a cricket bat and ball emoji, guys. There is. Leah sent it to me and she's all like, is this cricket? I was like, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Then there's a cricket ball, which I would say is about the size of like a softball. It's a little bit bigger than a baseball. Then we have two wickets, six stumps, and four bales. This is where things get confusing and I wish I had my notes. Okay. So. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just flabbergasted. How are you going to explain this? No, it's going to go so well. So there is a field. It's great. It has a pitch in the middle of it. The pitch is, oh shit, I don't remember. I think it was like 60, you know what? These are facts to Kate. I'm going to say it's 60 feet long and about, no, that's going to be really wrong. It's, it's of decent size, guys. <laughs> it's of decent size. And then there's like a field around it. Mm-hmm. So we put up the three bales on each side. No, already getting this wrong. We're putting up this three stumps on each side and then we are putting bales on the top and the goal is one team comes in and they are batting so like like in baseball and then one team is in the field and the field team is trying to knock over the bales and stumps okay so somebody is batting it they try to but where are they trying to get the ball anywhere because their goal is to score runs and you score runs there's two runners on the field one guy is batting your next guy who will be batting is on the opposite side and as soon as they hit the ball they then change positions and they run across the field like parallel to each other and switch sides and that's what gains a run now from what i can tell like average like cricket scores can get like insanely high like into the hundreds because of this like like it's easy to have like a 250 game 
which that's something I don't really understand. It's like golf. Whoever well, I wants like a that negative better than when you're like. We watched all we this watched for three. Three hours of soccer and one point was scored. That's how I feel about I hate soccer. That. Yeah, that's that's hard. Okay, sorry, soccer. So yeah, two hundred fifty points. Yeah, this is just like Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> I I only understand fake sports, which is why I, keep I still don't even Quidditch. understand Quidditch. It's <laughs> the only sport I understand. Oh my gosh, that'll be in sports too. Yeah, next <laughs> time I'm gonna explain two. Quidditch to everyone. Perfect. I, I can do it. So, I can do it. So, ways to, you know, score your runs. Either you can get boundary scores in in sets of four to six, hence why the scores get so high. But like I said, if you hit the ball and somebody immediately catches it, there was no bounce, you're out. But if it bounces, that's okay? Yeah, you want it to hit the ground. Like baseball. If somebody immediately catches it, then, then oh, you're yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down a whole bunch of ways that you're out, but I don't remember. It's okay. We just need to know the, the most basics. important one. Yeah. Perfect. Um, None of us are going to use your explanation to go try to play cricket. Thank you guys. But maybe we should just to <laughs> see how well it works. Send us a video, post it on your Instagram, tag us, and say this shit don't work. <laughs> And then complain about it later. Um, but people that catch the ball, the fielders, they then try to throw it at the stumps and the bales. To knock it over. To knock it over. But, but I, then someone on your own team has to grab the ball so you can hit it again. Yes. Okay. Because another way you can be found out is if one of the umpires, so when you go to hit the ball, if, or who... So somebody pitched you the ball. Mm-hmm. If you step in front of the stumps to block it from hitting it, then you're out. You can also, if the pitcher throws the ball and it knocks over the stumps and the bales, they score points. Okay. So it's kind of like this conglom of baseball meets something where you're supposed to hit something and things follow. Bowling. Bowling. There you go. Baseball, hockey, and bowling. There you go. And Quidditch. And it, they just <laughs> made a love child that made no sense. It was an ugly thing. I don't know. You watch somebody is listening. It's all like, it's my favorite sport. How if could you is, ruin it? Email us so that we know about it. Yeah. Just Explain it. Send pictures it. of your Quidditch team and we'll post them. So there is a lot of that. Um, there's, <laughs> let me see. There's, I've looked this up. Quickly, just to figure out different ways that a batsman can be out. Because this is why it takes so long for the game to be over. You can just continually throw the ball at that same person. So they'll bat like a billion. So when do they need someone to take their spot? Yeah. So they say that there's bold, caught, leg before wicket, stumped, run out, hit wicket, handled the ball, timed out, hit the ball twice, obstructing the field. I could explain all those or read those off, but I'm not going to. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven different ways that you can potentially get out. But like I said, eleven people have to do this. So on average, it takes like three to four hours for just that one inning because there's only two. And then you guys all switch. And then you go into the field. And then the guys that were in the field 
then do the exact same thing for three or four hours. Cricket. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yes. I now say that we find a cricket match and we wave at it as we drive past it and we go well, and get tea. <laughs> I know that there are rugby teams in Houston, so there must be cricket teams. Maybe. I know of rugby teams for sure. But so that's... That's more fun. No, that's sorry. More fun. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so there, there's mine. Cricket. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm talking about polo, but I mostly am talking about the history. I did okay. not try to explain it. Okay, that's fine. I tried. <laughs> I think my I did explanation okay. is pretty brief. That's okay. Okay. These ones, I think we agreed that like this one, we can't all of them have them be like super long episodes. The people need. Need a short episode. They do. We They're do tired this for the hearing our voices. <laughs> no, we do kidding. this for the people. <laughs> Thank you, people. Thank you, people. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Whitney is one of our listeners. She recently sent us a message. She's definitely listening, and she loves sports. So this is for you, Whitney. This is for you, Whitney. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> I tried. Okay, so I'm talking about polo. Which, if you didn't know, is a horseback mounted team sport. Tis. And it's. That beautiful men yeah, play. And, yeah. And models. And, I mean, I only. I like picked polo, it just like because. Like Ralph Lauren. William Ooh. and Harry play it, and that's why I picked it. Um, yeah, so. But it's not in the Olympics. Oh. It, it was taken out of the Olympics in 1936, which I think has something to do with, like, horses being in it oh, or something. Oh, probably. They're probably like, animal cruelty! So, the current... So, nobody really knows, like, where exactly polo started. It is definitely an Asian sport, um, <laughs> but they're not sure, like, who. It's called the sport of queens. Or, of kings, sorry, but oh. maybe it should be of queens. Yeah. Um... And it's a really popular, like, sport, spectator sport for, like, high society people. Um, but, yeah, so it started in Asia. The The current game that people play now originated in India, in Manipur, which, um, which makes sense because British officers there were there in the 19th century, and they kind of, like, were like, hey, what's this sport people are playing? We like it. So the main game you have two opposing teams and they score goals with they have, there's a little small hard ball it's it's like bigger than a golf ball but i don't know how big it is yeah i've only seen pictures um of good looking men on horses <laughs> yeah so each team will have four mounted riders um and they hit this small ball with a long-handled wooden mallet it's like like a okay. croquet mallet yeah. kind of okay yeah and so that's like the normal game on a field. There's also arena polo, which is like indoor on sand, and that one only has three players because there's less space. But so that's like the basic game. You're just like trying to hit a ball yeah. with a mallet. Um, so yeah. So where? Sorry, is there just a destination? Is it like golf? Is there just like a hole in the ground? Is there a goalpost? It's more is like... Is it like croquet where there's like one of those little things? I remember where my grandma had croquet and we would set it up in the backyard. I know, I do really I like was classy. That. I was well, a classy little so kid. Well, <laughs> so the field is kind of like... So it's basically like the size of six soccer fields... 
Oh, you have horses. Or, or nine <laughs> football fields. Yeah. So, like, that's the playing field. And then the goals are posts, which are eight yards apart, centered at the end of each field. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so that's the field. The field for arena polo is smaller, but... I don't know exactly. No one cares. Yeah, nobody cares about that. So we're not talking about arena polo. No time for that. Yeah, we we don't care about arena polo. So (laughs) this is so I just was going to kind of talk about how the game like became popular in Britain. So in the 1830s is when people kind of like British officers started playing it in India. Okay. Um. So they. so traditionally, the Asian version has seven players. Okay. But now they play it with four. Um, and that's kind of why it's called like the sport of kings, because in India, the kings were really into it. And okay. India, I guess, had a lot of kings because it was like yeah. divided up, not how you think of it now, you know, or how we think of it because we're not from there. Yeah. Um, so the oldest polo club in existence is the Calcutta Polo Club, which was... Um, established by two British soldiers in 1862. And that, and so those two are kind of the ones that are like given the credit for bringing it to England. Um, so they brought it to England and it became popular. It was around that same time in the 1860s. Um, and they started establishing polo clubs throughout England. So like people in England were already like really into their horses. So yeah. it was kind of like an easy game for them to pull up so um they drafted some official british rules in 1874 which are a lot of those rules are what they still use um and so the british at that time obviously were an empire and so they kind of brought it all over the world so like that's kind of why people associate it with britain because it got really popular there yeah and then they spread it so like it's really popular in argentina because of Argentina has a lot of British settlers in the 1870s. Um, it was in the Olympics for quite a while um, until the 1930s. So, you know, it was pretty popular. The animals. Yeah. Um, people in the U.S. do play it as well, but, you know, it was brought over by British. <laughs> um, and actually, I guess that the first people to really play polo were... English people in Texas, which I thought was funny since we're in Texas. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah. So that's it, I guess. The rules are really complicated, so I didn't want to like go too far much into the rules. But the reason mm-hmm. the rules are like way more complicated than a lot of other sports is because there's horses involved. There's so horses. it's like they have a lot of rules that are about like injuring the horses like you can't injure the horses and like yeah. you know and then there are normal rules so there's what is it called equestrian right yeah. equestrian sports equestrian sports are difficult man so <laughs> so yeah so there's tried my best <laughs> there's definitely a lot of polo clubs in the UK like all over I'm down with it let's go i just want to see tight little white pants my thing oh well, question. Are these tiny men, like, like jockeys no, almost? No, Okay. William and Harry play it. I know, but they're also... So, so that average. brings me to another <laughs> point, which is they call the polo horses, they call them polo ponies, but that's just, mm. like, a traditional term. They're full-size horses. Okay. Um, and so they're picked because of their speed, stamina, agility, and maneuverability. 
They have their temperament is critical, so they have to be responsive under pressure and not become excited. So that's why it was such a popular sport with British officers because they all had horses who were already trained for those traits. Right. Like a horse that is calm when you're shooting a gun is a horse that's going to be calm playing pool. Yeah. You know. So um, so they say that the well trained horse. Um, accounts for 60 to 75% of the player's skill and worth to his team. So, like, oh, people sure. have their own, like, horse that they work with. And so it's like, when it's like in gym when people are picking you for their team. It's like, no, they're actually picking you for their horse. For your or horse. The horse. Yeah. So, po- polo pony training begins when the horse is three and lasts between six months to two years. So, I guess horses reach physical maturity at, when they're five. And then they, then that's when they're at their peak, and they hit their peak athleticism when they're six or seven. But if they don't have any accidents, they can play until they're twenty, which Girl, seems like a lot. Fashion. The only thing I know about polo is polo fashion. That's it. <laughs> but isn't that like? Doesn't that seem old for a horse that's, to still be playing polo? But I don't know. I don't know how old a horse lives till. I guess pretty old. I think so. Like fifty or sixty years. Yeah. So half of its life. So there's, like I said, there's four players. So I'm not going to explain that because it's fine. too confusing. Nobody, but nope. the polo players, they wear a helmet with a face guard. They wear knee pads because sometimes when you're riding, it's like it's a contact sport. So you can. That's why there's so many rules against like injuring horses and stuff because you can like bump up against each other. Right. And that's why you have knee pads because your knees are kind of what you're. Well, fighting it's like with. water polo. Above the water, everything has to be kosher. Under the water. Jeez, you're yeah. gonna get definitely a a foot to the nuts. I mean, it's just bound to happen. Yeah. So you also have special boots, and then they boots. recommend that you wear elbow pads and goggles, and you know, and sexy little polo and white tight yeah. pants. Yeah, white polo pants or trousers are what's worn during official play. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, and you also wear gloves, but I think that's, like, normal when you're riding a horse. Yeah. I don't really know about that. So, yeah. And then I guess you have, like, a special polo saddle for your horse, which makes sense. But it's kind of just, it's like an English-style saddle. So, it's not, like, that much more special. It's just, like... Classy. Yeah, classic English-style, not, like, Texas-style. Okay. Um, So, yeah, there's not... Well, I'm sure it's also kind of sporty in nature more than just, like, here, we're going to... Lay down the leather. Yeah. Probably yeah. a little bit more of cushion or something. So, so yeah. So, the only other thing is they, I was just going to say, so there is cowboy polo, which really just means that you use a western saddle and okay. it's a smaller arena. There's a game called a horse ball, which is similar to polo. Um, and it says wa- water polo. Shares the name with polo, but more closely resembles handball. Yeah. But people have tried to play all sorts of polo. Like, people have tried to play on bicycles, on elephants, on motorcycles, on yaks. Mm, And there's actually a canoe polo that is played on kayaks. Not really interested in that Yeah. (laughs) It's really weird. But anyway, so that's polo. I didn't really explain how to play, but I figure, you know what? None of us are ever going to get our hands on a horse. I mean, let's be honest. Did you play a sport in high school or college? No. I played volleyball and basketball until I hit, like, junior year. And then it's all, like, all hand-eye coordination just went out the window. 
and I was tall and pointless. <laughs> and I gave up come senior year. Yeah, so, there you go. No, I definitely did not play a sport. <laughs> well, I think this episode shows it because yeah. both of us know nothing about it. But while you were talking, I looked up the Houston Polo Club. Oh, yes. We could go and get a box for that seats two to six people. Oh, that was the interesting thing about polo that I forgot to say is that polo is actually a mixed gender sport. Oh. So, like. Cricket is not. Yeah, not a lot of team sports are mixed gender, but you saying that reminds me that my dermatologist plays at the Houston Polo Club. I, she, I have a lot of people good. that she goes like to the Polo Club, something. which I always thought was a bougie statement, but I've got a girlfriend. That's where she met her beau. They got married. Yeah. Polo clubs, people. Go hang out at the polo club. Cricket, not not so much. We just don't have them here. If you can find a cricket club, you could hang out there. But, but... there's, like, every county oh, in England was... has yeah. a cricket club. But I was also going to say, polo matches last between one to two hours. So, just oh, FYI, it's not one of those feasible. day-long cricket sports. <laughs> Jeez, that was one thing, like, did not know that. Nobody got time for six hours, and that's a short game. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, thank you. Speaking of short things, this episode, we're going to cut it short. <laughs> and this is the end. Bye. No. Um, okay, guys. Well, I like it. I think we should wrap it up, let the people know that we appreciate them, that we yes. love them. Yes, we do. Hopefully, this one sounds better. We did test the mic multiple times before we started, and I fixed a couple of the settings. So, thank you for your patience. And we will be back in next week. Yes, we will. With a Christmas episode. Starting, yeah, with some of our Christmas stuff, yeah? Yep. Okay, perfect. Super excited. And we'll have more local um, English news and royal news, potentially, if they do anything exciting. Christmas is the busiest time of year for the royals, so Tis. there will be exciting Tis. things. All right, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>